0: It, it's a secondary it More, this is more so in the environment of like what the Vikings want to do and it kind of it sounds it seems like they're kind of taking away from that and the whole story of the Templars you know they want to kind of go with what that particular individual wants to do
1: yeah it's like they kind of at, at one point they they kind of finished the assassin story that they were trying to tell but the, the series was so popular they're like we got to keep it going and now they're just kind of picking you know different you know whatever historical setting they want to use and then they're like oh well let's just sprinkle some assassin stuff in there also so we can keep using the, the the name that everybody knows
0: it's the old man
2: gamers with Jose and Brody
1: action one more time
2: what's going on lunch breakers and takers this is another episode of the old man gamers i am jose
1: and this is Brodney.
2: and we are back okay we took a little hiatus we we took some time off uh the last time if you're a youtube follower if you're one of the guys that, that subscribe to us on youtube guys or girl that subscribes to us on youtube we left, you un- we left you in suspense, okay? We left you in suspense, okay? We we had a, a, a little rage video, okay? We were mad about not getting our Xbox when Amazon promised us. But we are back. We are here to give you an update, and we have good news. We got our Xboxes. <laughs> and bonus news, B also got a PS5.
1: Uh, that's right. So, so we're here to talk a little uh, next-gen gaming. Um you know, we're primarily sports gamers. You know, our, our other channel is all sports. Uh, so think we start with some NBA 2K and Next Gen Madden.
2: Yeah. All right. So what do you want to start with? You want to start with the good one or the bad one? I mean, that's well. Now, I mean, spoilers. Now, now, if you're, you know, depends <laughs> you on are. on which person you are. You know, like some people might say the Madden is the good one and 2K is the bad one or vice versa. Some of you mm-hmm. might think
1: both of them are bad or both are good and then some of you are right. Yeah. Uh, NBA 2K next gen is outstanding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's everything that they they were hyping it up to be. Uh it feels like a brand new game basically. You yeah. know, and they 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 put a ton of work into it. They added the WNBA franchise mode or I guess uh it's my WNBA. Yeah. You know, the my W or the WNBA career, uh WNBA online called the W you know, and they, and they added some stuff to the NBA franchise as well. They remade the entire neighborhood into the city. You know, it's got four different boroughs, you know, affiliations are back. There's mayors for each area, each team. So, you know, they, they put a lot of work in. I mean, in 2K fashion, in the, you know, following their tradition, uh, every time they release a game, at least one part of it doesn't work for about a month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's going on with the My NBA right now. The 2K share feature uh, that would allow you to share your entire what is it called the My League uh, scenario. Yeah, yeah, um, doesn't work. Right. it, it was pretty exciting because you could you could create a My League with as few as twelve teams from twelve to thirty six teams, you know, with all custom rosters and everything. So you could recreate the NBA from any year that you wanted. Right. And so you know, in theory, somebody would be able to set that up upload it online and everybody else will be able to download it and start a, you know, a Maya NBA and say 1950 and play it all the way up to today. Right. Right, right. But it doesn't work. So I assume that that'll be a fix for that will be coming soon, but the gameplay itself, I mean the, the movement in 2k is night and day from, from the current gen version, or I guess the old gen version now.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, full disclosure, I haven't played a whole lot of it, but I've, I've played, a good chunk of it initially when i got the xbox my little man's been dominating this thing since since i've gotten it so um <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but no it is smooth you know it, it, even he played it with me yeah it just it just, it just moves a, a, a i don't to say completely different but it is different some people will argue that you know it's the same thing i i don't i don't think it is but no i i love the experience man I i love going around the city and you know mm-hmm. I'm I'm big on the my player or my career mode anyway. And look, and me and B aren't online gamers like that, so that's why I understand the people that criticize the game, right? Because the online experience is going to be different from people that don't play online as, as much, right? Even when we are online and we're rolling, rolling around through the city, you know, we're not the type that wants to get any rep or you know, go go and play yeah, a we're, lot. We're tourists. Like yeah, 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 yeah. We're just we're just enjoying the view. So our experience with the game is completely different. That's why for us, it's an amazing experience. Everything is I mean, we we've always loved two K, even in the years where it wasn't, you know, as great. And not as great, meaning they didn't have as many improvements from the previous year. But it's hard to it's hard to keep improving when you've done such a great job already. Right? Yeah.
1: Uh and so, you know, if you don't know the main addition to the my NBA, which is what they, they it's it's they're going with my NBA and my WNBA. That's going to be the names of those modes moving forward. Uh, the the like the my league modes. Wow. The main addition there is that they took my GM, my league, and my league online and rolled them all into one mode. Yeah, and and they give you just an insane amount of, amount of customization tools. You know, you can change anything that you want. Any of the rules, you can set up the rules uh, prior to starting your my league. Uh, you can use custom rosters. Uh, you can replace whatever teams you want to replace, all that good stuff. You can have the RPG elements from MyGM be on or off, uh, just on an individual basis. So if you want the tasks from MyGM, but you don't want the conversations, you can have that. If you want the trust between you and your staff, but you don't want the tasks from the owners, you can you can have it that way. So they, they've given you the, the ability to have the game and play the game however you want to play it. And this is something we're going to talk about a little bit later. I mentioned, you know, 2K always launches with some mode that just doesn't work out of the box. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's frustrating, but it is what AAA gaming is at this point. Yeah. Games really don't launch in a finished state anymore. No. They don't. Uh, and so, you know, I'm not too critical of it because I do know that, that it's going to get patched and it's going to get fixed and it's just a matter of waiting that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, it was just unfortunate and it's frustrating. But you know, a couple weeks from now, you're not even going to remember that, that you know th- that you had those issues to begin with.
2: Yeah. Now, I, like I said, I, I do want to acknowledge the people that that are frustrated with the game that do have uh, critiques or even even hard criticisms of the game. Right. Like we're not the type that gets emotional when you bash a game that we love. Right. If you're one of those people that thinks 2K sucks or it's just you know it's just all right or not much improvement from the last game you know i hear you and some of that is legit some of it isn't but you know when you talk about the servers um still having having issues that's a legit that's a legit issue
1: right like so, is, um, it, is it a legit issue because at this point i kind of feel like that's just working as intended i mean it's been it's been over a decade that it, they haven't had that fixed so i'm like are but, they trying to fix it <laughs>
2: Well, no, I mean it's an issue if you're <laughs> if you're a gamer, right? Like, yeah. like there's a problem for you and they haven't fixed it. So that's a legit critique of the of the yeah. game for sure. So mm-hmm. you know, we, we can acknowledge that and we can understand that, right? But listen, compared to the next game we're about to talk about, I mean you can feel <laughs> what you want to feel. Right. You can feel <laughs> what you wanna feel. And you might love this game. You might be the opposite on this, and you might love this game. But listen, man, it's not Madden. And I know if yeah. you love Madden. You hate the comparison. You've always hated the comparison to 2K, but 2K is just a superior sports game. Yes. I know it's different sports, but it's a superior sports game.
1: The the bottom line with 2K is when you turn on the gameplay or or you turn on the game and you're actually playing uh, a game of NBA basketball, I mean, it feels like basketball. You know, it it doesn't feel like a video game. I mean, obviously there's there's gamey parts to it, the pick and roll defense, the transition defense need work. Yeah, but it feels great. You know, and it's a great experience, and it's the whole package. You know, it feels like a game that's presented on television. You know, they have the the bubble cam now. You know, the crowd is there. They 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 enhance the the crowd uh, noise and 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 atmosphere. You know, and and so it just it feels fantastic when right. you turn on Madden. It's not that way.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> is, look, look, let's let's get into it. Let's let's break down Madden. So the next gen Madden has finally been released. And mm-hmm. you know, uh what, what are the differences differences that you've seen?
1: Okay, the, the biggest difference, and when I say biggest, I want you to hear only the, the difference between current gen and, and next gen is they, they have revamped the movement a little bit of the players. You know, they, they made a big deal about using next gen stats, but it's really it's foot planning. So that the players feel a little more grounded. They're their when they change direction, it feels a little bit more natural. Yeah. And and it does feel better. It it feels like a throwback to the you know, the the Madden 2005 days back right. when it was great. Yeah. Um, it's not exactly there, but it, it it's closer to that. The the real problem with it though is the game still feels really arcadey even with the the improved movement. O-line and D line play is still, you know, it's it's win loss. There's no there's nowhere in between. Right. So, you know, right. either you're 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 blocked or you've shed the block and you're and you're you know you're running towards the quarterback or right. the running but the ball carrier. Right? right. There's no kind of push and pull with yeah. the with the O line and D line really. And that's something that that I mean it has a major effect on 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 how you feel playing the game I mean defense just isn't fun because you can have a a group of of great players and it doesn't feel like you have great players right you know for example I was playing a franchise where I was using Washington and you know they have a great young D-line so this is a few years into the into the franchise mode and you know I've still got Chase Young and Montez Sweat and Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen the lowest rated among that group was at 87 overall, right. but I would get into games and they're not getting pressure on the quarterback. Right. You know the those two D tackles are, are rated in the 90s. They're not getting any push up the middle. So you know there's you know they're they're getting moved out of the way in the run game. They're not collapsing the pocket anything like that. And so it just feels like what's the point? You know. And yeah. you look out on the on the edges and I've got. Kendall Fuller who is rated i believe was a 93 and he's getting turned inside out by wide receivers rated in the 70s. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You know, and and some of that you can fix with sliders, the pass coverage, you can fix a little bit with sliders, but it is just a fundamental problem with the the Madden franchise that it just doesn't feel like having great players makes that big of a difference as opposed to having, you know, bad players. I know yeah. they—they that they, that's something they've tried to address with the superstar abilities, but that doesn't really go far enough.
2: No, n- not nearly enough. And really, they f- with the superstar ab- ability, they focus more on skill players, right? Which is why you can have a dominant D-line on paper, right, in the ratings, but it doesn't really show up on the field, because that's not something that they focus on. And, and it reminds me from, like, years ago, when I first started Doing the uh fantasy drafts when I'm building my my uh my team up right when we're starting a new franchise and I'm, like, I'm just gonna do a fantasy draft because if, if I had chances to build my team from the ground up how would I do it and my thing is I like to build from the line out the most important thing is to try to get the best quarterback that you can but if I can't you know if I'm doing a fantasy draft today right if I can't get Mahomes or Lamar Jackson you know or Rogers like one of those top top guys then I'm not. I'm not picking a quarterback, you know, if I'm picking 25th or whatever, I'm going to go with the, with a good left tackle. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'll try to come back in the second round and try to get like another, you know, bookend tackle or, you know, I start building my line there and then try to get a quarterback later on, you know, you know, a starting quality quarterback, but I wanted to build a wall on that side. Yeah. And then same thing on the defense. I want to build a dominant D line because those are the guys that are usually there, right. They're usually there. And then later on, my skill positions may not be as great, but you know, I can pick those guys up in the draft or whatever. That's how I always like like to do it. But in Madden, you know, you, you waste your time getting those guys. It's like, it's nothing like it's, it's not going to yeah. play differently. Right. So that was always a disappointment. And it seems like that hasn't changed at all either. You know, from, from this one.
1: well, it, it's changed a little bit, you know, having a great O line will make a difference. Like they'll hold their, their pass blocks longer. But I, I think that, that, ties directly into what i was saying about the defense like you know you, if the other team has a great o-line then you know it doesn't matter who you have right like the, they're going to hold their blocks longer regardless of who you have going against them right you know and that it, it, that sounds fine right it sounds like oh well you know i have a great o-line they should hold their blocks longer yeah but if you have a great d-line you'd also be able to get pressure on a regular basis and then exactly. you can't really exactly but um,
2: I, yeah that's the other problem that's the other problem because yeah. if i build a great d line as well i don't have to be facing a great o-line right if i'm p- facing mm-hmm. just a o-line like you said it's not going to get constant pressure on that quarterback
1: yeah but it's not all bad right like the you know in years past playing against the computer the the com- the computer controlled quarterback would never miss on passes they just wouldn't right. you know they, people call it robo qb because uh, they're they're 100 accurate all the time and you know, and it was it's not fun to play against. That is mostly gone. You know, you'll see a lot of bad passes from court, from the computer. You'll see them throwing the ball out of bounds, pressure affects the their accuracy and things like that. So that's good. The route running from wide receivers is better, but like I said, the the pass defense is is I mean, kind of atrocious. I'm playing I played a game yesterday going against the Giants, and they have James Bradbury, who's a, a really good corner. Uh, he's going up against Terry McLaurin, and I mean McLaurin is just eating him up every single down. Right. And I'm not saying that you can't beat James Bradbury, but you can't beat him every single time out. Right. You know.
2: Right. Good point And it's just
1: guy. a yeah, and it, it's just a it's a matter of like you you go to the replays and you'll watch your defense just not react to the 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 route that's being run by right. by you know by the by the receiver. And I think it's just one of those things where if that didn't happen, you wouldn't be able to throw the ball, basically. Yeah. Um, But overall, overall, if you're not looking for a 100% accurate uh, game, you know, it's fun. It's fun enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And again, the issue that I have with Madden, that I've always had with Madden for the last decade, right, is you turn the game on and you play it. And you'll say, Yeah, it's cool. They made some improvements. It looks a little better. It's a little smoother here. It's fun enough. You know, I don't need it to be perfect. That's always been my thing with Madden. I don't need it to be perfect, right? I just need it I just need them to fix a few things. A lot of it has to do with the franchise mode, right? Um, which they haven't fixed. Hashtag uh fix Madden franchise. Yeah. Uh, but but just even, even just playing a game, if it's if they just make a few changes, you, you think, okay, it's good enough. But the problem is is replayability is that a word Mm -hmm. uh replayability um yeah after a certain amount of times you are playing that game you get tired of it now going back to nba 2k because i know you guys love the comparison going back to nba (laughs) 2k uh no matter how much these people complain about the game how busted it is and broken it is they keep going back they keep going back they will they will stream They will show clips of these these ridiculous, you know, uh, uh, glitches and and cheese in the the game. And they'll talk about how bad the game is, but they go right back to playing it. Yeah. Madden, you reach a point. You will reach a point. where you are just like, I don't want to bother with it.
1: Yeah, I I should also mention that um, I'm playing with a with a, a roster where I've adjusted the quarterback ratings of almost all of the quarterbacks in the league. Right. I've lowered the ratings in some cases significantly. So that could be playing into why I'm seeing, you know, more inaccuracies from, from the quarterbacks. It may not be that way, just out of the box. Right. You Absolutely. know, with, with that said, the, uh, that, that's the gameplay. Like I said, if you're not like a stickler for really, really realistic uh, gameplay, you know, it's fine. You'll have fun with it. That said, The everything else about the game is exactly the same, except they did put out an update recently where there's actually a playoff bracket now. I know that's incredibly important to everybody because they put that in the first update for the franchise mode. Right. So if you're looking for any kind of depth to franchise, you're just going to be waiting until next year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Madden's pretty much the same. right. If you like Mutt, you want to go on there and play online and, and you know buy mutt packs and all the other stuff that, that comes along with it? Yeah, I mean, keep playing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't the same way we don't begrudge anybody to you know that criticizes the games that we love, you know, MK and stuff like that. We don't begrudge anybody for enjoying Madden. If you're a fan of Madden and you've loved it all the way up till now, get the game, man. It's better graphics, right? Enjoy it, but if you're Hoping for something different. You're hoping for a real improvement. Keep waiting. Maybe 21 will be different.
1: I don't think so. Well, this is 21. So 22. 22 okay. uh, I didn't actually even mention the graphics. There, there are points where the graphics look amazing. Yeah. You know, the, the, the incredible detail in their helmet. You know, you see reflections. You see the, the, there's water pooling on the sidelines. You know, they've got snow, a more realistic looking snow and everything. But when you're actually playing the game, you can't really tell. Because it's that same camera, it's so you you're losing a lot of that detail, um, which is something that doesn't you don't really see as much in 2K. The default camera in 2K is the bubble cam or the rail cam, so you're you're real close to the action. You can see all that detail, that added detail uh, in the players. You can you really get a a great sense of the difference in size in players on uh, on NBA 2K, right. and and I think this isn't you know totally. EA's fault, like it, I think, just kind of the nature of the way you play football games versus basketball games means you're not going to get that same level of detail uh, actually in game playing playing football, but it's there in the replays and, and cutscenes.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got those two out the way. Um, like I said, one we think is good, one we think is bad. But you know, if you're a fan of both, check them out. All right, check them out and and let us know what you think of them.
1: Yeah, if you already bought a, bought Madden twenty one on the current gen, you know you've got a free upgrade to the next gen. It's worth downloading and and checking that out uh, just to yeah. see for yourself. If you with two K, it's not a free upgrade, but that is in part because it's a whole new game. Um, right. Right. But if you're into if you're into NBA two K, if you're into basketball, it's well worth a purchase. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: all right, we got Quan in here. Hold on, let's bring Kwan in here. You.
0: Peace, peace. What's up, bros? What's
2: up? What's up? <laughs> What's, the What's
0: the deal. We got
2: our man battle up in here. What's up?
0: What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? up? Hey, let take. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all letting me come on for a little bit, man, and, and break some bread with y'all, man. It's,
2: oh, man, you know, you know, we, we we just here talking
0: talking uh video games. My, my my type of
2: my type of call. You came of talk. in. You came in at the right time because we just finished uh, talking NBA two K and uh, and Madden. So I mean, we can. You know, you came in at the right time. Talk some some Assassin's Creed Valhalla.
0: Valhalla. <laughs> Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, man. I'm a big fan of Valhalla. Uh, yeah, yeah. Despite some of the things I've been hearing, or I mean, me me personally that I, I've witnessed come to some of the certain things like the, the bugs and the the effects of things of that nature, man. It's an experience, you know, that mm-hmm. Creed always gives you that historical type of experience to where you feel as if like you're playing as that particular character. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get engulfed and you get, you, you begin to have a love for, just for the backstory, the historical events, as well as being a chance to like, see everything from the environment, how the environment has been created. It's an amazing experience, man. And then on top of that, you know, it's it's, it's always good to get in, get into some type of battles and some type of, you know, axe playing, you or know, some, some arrow some arrow shooting, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of the Assassin's Creed. I mean, just the whole enterprise. Yeah, yeah. You know? And um, I'm okay. I'm happy that they actually put it in the form of the Viking, the Nordic Time. Yeah. I think that was that was amazing, man. So, yeah. I mean, it's a great game. I I enjoy it.
2: Yeah. Oh, go
1: ahead be you want to break it down. Uh yeah, you know, I I I've been playing it uh, I'm not too too far into it, but for me, yeah, you know, I was also I was really excited about the uh, the Viking setting and everything, because I i just been rewatching uh, Vikings, right? Yeah. So I, I turn it on and you got to pick Ivor, and I'm like, maybe you should have just made it about Ragnar, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I personally I enjoyed Odyssey and Origins a, a little better just because of the setting. I yeah. found uh, Those settings a little more interesting, but. You know, if you like those games, you're 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 gonna like Valhalla. You know, it's it's more of the same. The only thing, the only problem that I really have with it, it's you know, you turn it on, you hit the once you get to England, you look at the map and there's ten thousand things to do all yeah. at once.
0: Yeah, know? and
1: and you and you you look at it, and for me, it was fatiguing, right? Because I played a lot of Origins, I played a lot of Odyssey, and so I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I'm starting back at square one. Right here, yeah. you know, you're, you're power level 20 and you look at the map and right next door, they're talking about you got to be power level 270. And I'm like, I'm never going to get there. Ever. Right. <laughs> right. But in terms of the actual gameplay, uh, yeah, it, it's fun. You know, I, I love running around. Like you said, the historical settings, uh, they, they do a fantastic job with that. Uh, they're going to be doing another one of their uh, discovery tours later on with this, where it's just you know you there's no combat or anything. You go around and they just give you actual uh, fact, you know, historical facts from all the different locations. So that's always that's always fun.
2: Yeah,
1: but yeah, you know, I enjoyed the 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 Viking ratings going going around to the different settlements and everything, the monasteries. But yeah, o- overall, you know, it's a good game. I just for me. Um, I'm not enjoying it as much as the previous two, just because of the setting and and a little bit of fatigue with that formula. Right. But if you haven't put in that number of hours into the previous two games, it's it's a definite buy.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I kind of I kind of feel that way. Yeah, I enjoyed Odyssey and and Origins more. Like I said, like the setting. I I think the settings were a little bit brighter. you, You know. Like they're just more eye catching in terms of like the, the, the scenery, but I'm, I'm still enjoying like, don't get me wrong. These are small critiques that we have of Valhalla. Like it's still an excellent game, but I was a little bit more invested in the characters early on from early on with Origins and Odyssey than I am with Valhalla. Right now, you know, I'm not connecting with Ivor, you know, just him personally just yet. Now, Assassin's Creed does an amazing job with their storytelling. So I'm sure I'm going to reach a point where I'm going to be like, OK, now now we're you know here we go now now i got purpose with this guy just early on and i'm not that far into the game either just early on no not really connected with them too much
1: but because right now he's a he's a sidekick you know he's uh he's 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 your lackey for 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 your boy brother you know yeah yeah he's sending you on on errands yeah i like my man bayek in the background there right like like bayek
2: i mean look the way they did for origins was awesome man like from from the opening scene it's about getting revenge Right, yeah. it, it's you know he's on a he's on a mission. So like you're immediately invested in in him, you know, and you know what he's about throughout that whole game. But like I said, for for Ivor, I mean, I don't dislike him. I mean, I, he's fine. I, I like or or she's fine, whichever character decided to use. But that and another thing that was kind of a letdown um, was using the uh, the woman in the, in the present. Uh, what's her name? Layla. Layla, yeah, using Layla because the way the direction they they took her character in Odyssey at the end of Odyssey, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting maybe a little bit more of a tie in there or or a better tie in, or you know, it'd be a little bit more connected to the story because they they found a way to do it in in Odyssey, right? I'm, I'm gonna say a little spoiler for those of you who haven't played all the way through. Cassandra, the character I use, Cassandra, you know, she's there in the present, right? And she and she passes that staff over to Layla. Right. So even though it kind of jumps back and forth. Right. In the end, you you see Cassandra talking to Layla. So it kind of brings that story together a little bit more. Right. But now it's just like different character, different time. And you have no idea what the point of of Layla is again. And you just don't care about what's going on in the present. How you feel about
0: that? Kor? Well, from that perspective, you know, I got I got to dig a little bit more deep in yeah. those particular titles for, for Well,
2: you, know, you don't have to dig that deep because the what's going on in the present never really matters in the game. Like that's Yeah, what, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, like they, they try to tie it in, but it doesn't really tie in. They did a little bit better of a job in Odyssey, a little bit better, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it doesn't really matter. It, it feels like it takes away from the game for me.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, well, I think even in – just going back to let I me mean, because all of them have the particular part where you kind of go out of, I guess, the particular incubus or whatever, and then you tap back into reality or the future. And yeah, it's kind of like I, I really don't even want to like indulge in that. Part. I, I just yeah. to go back into like the historical times. You know I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, that's, that's what you to the game for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not about the animus, and uh, you know that that's they can they can kind of say that. I mean, I, I understand the concept of it, and, and it's great that they use it because they want to. Tap back into the brain, and you know,
1: so that's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm all about the the storytelling and narratives. You know, that's why I play games in, uh, in general. You know, I, and I only play single player games really. And when they pull you out and, and and bring you to the present, all I'm doing I'm not paying attention to anything they're saying. I'm looking at what button prompt do I need to press to get back in time. Yeah, like, I have no interest whatsoever in what's going on in modern times, you especially. Know- Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. no, go like, ahead, go ahead. especially since they uh they kind of had the formula change with the whole series and made it this you know big open world rpg with uh with origins and it's like it's not even about the assassins brotherhood anymore you know it's not right. even about assassins versus templars i mean assassins creed origins you know it says it right in the name right that's where it all started and then the next one was even further back in time so yeah. like what are you what are you doing mm-hmm. like
0: I'm sorry. It, it be, you know, you made a great point about that because you take that particular aspect of the game and you notice that even with the new Assassin's Creed, with Valhalla, like they really don't put anything. I mean, they they do, but like the Brotherhood more so isn't really kind of the, the whole narrative. It's more yeah, so right. about like the Vikings and it's about Ivor and for and, and I mean, I'm sorry, Ziggard, whatever, going to on this. Whole new journey to you know raid lands and to to pretty much to start their own environment in in England. So yeah, yeah. they don't really show anything. I mean, they do, but it's kind of secondary. Like the whole, you know, like it's just secondary. More, this is more so in the environment of like what the Vikings want to do, and they kind of it it seems like they're kind of taken away from that and the whole story of the Templars. You know, they want to kind of go with what that particular individual wants to do.
1: Yeah, it's like they kind of. At one point, they they kind of finished the assassin story that they were trying to tell, but the the series was so popular that like we gotta keep it going. And now they're just kind of picking you know different you know whatever historical setting they want to use, and then they're like, oh well, let's sprinkle some assassin stuff in there also, so we can keep using the the, the name that everybody knows.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely, definitely noticeable. Yeah.
2: But all right, that's everything for that. What game you want to cover next, B? Nice. yeah we haven't we haven't discussed cyberpunk yet that's coming up cyberpunk hasn't so yeah. cyberpunk hasn't come out yet so we're just we're just pretty comes much out in a couple off. days yeah yeah we're just going off of what we see wow. in like the previews and like you know some of the reviews and stuff like that well,
1: and, and that and and the fact that it's coming out just i mean with more bugs than than, than quests basically at this point like it's 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 riddled with bugs right now yeah. so i'm just really gonna you, talk you about get, that you, a little bit
2: well, you want to uh, do that first, or... or
1: uh... uh, well, I mean, I just want to say something real quick about Immortals. Like, we don't have to talk about that long.
0: Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna list you guys with Immortals. I never played it before, but I'm like, uh, okay. okay. that's cool. You know, it's cool with y'all. Yeah. No, yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. Whatever you want. So with with Immortals, Phoenix Rising, you know, it just came out recently. Um, if you don't know what what this this one's about. It's set in Greek mythology, right? And yeah. so, I forget what it's called—the Golden Isle. That, uh, that was built by, I believe, Daedalus for all of the the gods uh, to, to live in, right? This creature, this monster Typhon, who was uh, the son of Gaia. He's not a, a god or a titan. He's just a, he's just a monster. He fought Zeus, you know, a long time ago. was beat him and imprisoned him under a mountain. Typhon's angry. Typhon gets out, and he's kidnapping the gods and trying to take over the Golden Isle. Your character shows up, Phoenix. You're You're, you're immortal. Not immortal, a mortal, yeah. uh, and you show up, and you're trying to trying to free the gods, get them all on your side, and fight Typhon, and get there, get the golden Isle back. Yeah, it's the the reason I wanted to bring it up right after we talked about Assassin's Creed is it kind of addresses one of my problems with Assassin's Creed, which is you know, like I said, you open up the map, and there's ten thousand things to do all at once, and you kind of don't know where to go, and you feel kind of overwhelmed. this is a smaller game like it's still an open world game it's got a nice it's got a big world uh really i mean just beautifully realized world right very colorful and all this but it's a smaller world and everything doesn't show up on the map immediately and it just kind of lets you explore and discover stuff organically so you never feel like oh well you know i did this but i have 30 other things that i have to do right now right so i mean i'm enjoying it right now more than i was assassin's creed i mean it's the same type of game like you climb up to the top of statues to synchronize and, and you know reveal parts of the map and all that like it's a it's very much a ubisoft game but just that small difference of shrinking the world a bit and not showing you everything that you have to do immediately kind of it makes a big difference for for the user you know the end right. user so yeah that, that's all i wanted to mention like it, it's something that if you're into those open world kind of games, if you're into Greek mythology at all, you want to check out it. It does have a very uh, like Disney XD kind of vibe to it. Like yeah, it feels it's like a kind of cartoonish way. Yeah, and you yeah, know it you have like one of those Saturday you know, morning cartoons kind of things.
2: Yeah, like, you know, and like throughout the game, like Zeus and uh, Prometheus are, are kind of like narrating the, the the story, right? Like they yeah, talking.
1: and telling telling a lot of bad jokes that younger people really enjoy. Right, right,
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. You know, it's, it's a solid game. It's a solid game for sure. All right. Let's get into some. Let's get into some. Cyberpunk. Okay. So, all right. Go, go ahead. Start it off, B. Start it off.
1: CD Project Red, well, uh, man. Yeah. Got. CD, CD Project Red has all kinds of issues. Yes. All kinds of issues. You know, in the run-up to Cyberpunk's release in a couple of days, you know, over the past couple of years, they, they've had several... Uh, Incidences oh, wait, of, of wait, transphobia.
2: Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. So, so Quan, because you know we got we got to get our guests up to speed here. So, CD Projekt Red is who develops Cyberpunk. They also develop the Witcher
0: Witcher game. Okay, oh, okay. The, oh, okay. Yeah, okay.
2: yeah. So that's what put them on the map. But um, what we're about to discuss, like we, we discussed it on previous uh, episodes, they they've had some uh, issues with uh, you know, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> This
0: is let's stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, social social issues. Okay, yeah. I know where you're
0: going. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I all right
2: you re- want to give a brief? You want to give a brief history, real quick? You know, for Quan and, and for our listeners that, that may not have heard our previous. Uh,
0: yeah, just just real quick.
1: Again, you know, over the past few years, cyberpunk or not cyberpunk, CD Projekt Red has had a lot of issues with transphobia and and racism in their games. And and just in their in their company as well, they also, I mean, for this game in particular, they've been crunching for I guess probably over the last year. Yeah. Which, if you don't know what crunching is for developers, it's you know where you're working six seven days a week, you know, twelve fourteen hours a day, just you know nonstop to try and finish the game. This game was supposed to come out in April, and it got delayed till September. Got delayed again until November. Then got delayed again until December tenth. Oh. So for that entire time, those developers have been working nonstop, like no breaks at all on the game. Right. And it's still at this point, you know, bug ridden, you know, when it's coming out. So even once the game releases, they're not done. They're not right. Done. Like even even at that point they've got to keep working to, to to fix the bugs they've got to work on a on the next gen upgrade which is coming at some point next year so yeah. they've been criticized a lot for for that as well as as all of their social issues
0: yeah yeah so it's a pretty sti- pretty much a sticky situation with this company like they just yeah. they have all type of issues pertaining to for actually creating the game from creating the game and actually not releasing the game and then so now it seems like since they're going to release it, or when the time they are going to release it, it's still going to have these particular issues. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: And really, they're, they're kind of as a company, they're kind of courting like alt right customers, like that that whole fan base.
0: Oh wow!
1: You know, and, and this, you know, like I said, they they've had issues with. I mean, if you if you seen any of the uh, like previews of Cyberpunk, uh, along along with the transphobic issues, they have all of these different gangs in the game, which are. I mean, if you can think of a stereotype, it's there. Yeah, right. You know, they have the the Haitian gang, which are all into voodoo. The the gang with Asian it's all like Asian women. The tiger tiger claws or something like that, where they roll around fighting with katanas and all this stuff. Like, it, it's all very stereotypical. And they say, you know, that's that's kind of the point. You know, they're they're trying to make these this commentary on this future that we don't want to have. But uh, according to reviews, that's not really there. It's just kind of, you know there's all these games and they're and they're stereotyped basically. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> going back to, to the Witcher, they they had, you know, accusations then and everybody at that at, at that time kind of gave them the benefit of the doubt, right? The Witcher 3 came out as this huge game. Everybody loved it. And then a few people were like, how come there's no no non white people in this game? Right. right. Right? None.
0: Yeah.
1: And their response was, you know, it we're, we're Polish because the, the company's based in Poland and it's about Polish myth. And there aren't a lot of black people in poland and i'm like okay but there aren't witches either you know and you didn't have any
0: problem right. putting no, that in there you know that, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah witchers witchers aren't real it's, you know, it, though, that's yeah. not a thing so you don't see a white man like his it, eyes glowing you know what i'm saying gold yeah. or whatever and just being able to do magic like right.
1: dude, dude has cat eyes i mean it's not yeah. like that's you, not, you're not like you're not sticking not. to reality here
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: Okay, yeah, everybody kind of gave them the benefit of the doubt then, because that was the first time anybody had really had any thing uh, they'd done. And then, you know, with Cyberpunk, it's kind of been a consistent thing mm-hmm. uh, leading up to to the release of Cyberpunk. Wow. Yeah. So, so with,
2: with okay. all that being said, you know, the game does look amazing, right? Like, like we've seen some previews of it. It, it looks, it looks amazing. Right. It, it's an open world. It's not a, it's, they're really uh, particular about this. It's not a, a first person shooter, but it's a first person view. Right. So it's kind of like Skyrim. If you ever play Skyrim, it reminds me a lot of Deus Ex, which a uh, game that, that I really love. And the story seems interesting enough to want to check it out. But the issue coming out now is that it's just, it's just riddled with bugs, like B said. Right. And every game now, any triple A game that comes out now is gonna have bugs in it. Like we we discussed that at the top of the show. That's just a new reality. Like games are gonna have bugs and they'll come up with updates or whatever. Yeah. But this game has a
0: lot of bugs. <laughs> yeah. so about the bugs? Like, yo, it seems like, well, yeah, is it so they've taken this this time to actually get here, right? And they still yeah. have bugs, but the release date's still gonna happen. But then it's like, yo, how many bugs are they gonna have once the release date actually once the release date comes? Yeah,
1: so right right now they're because it's it's coming out on on the PS4, Xbox One, PC, uh, Stadia, and and obviously you can play it on the the Series X and the PS5. Um, the updates for those aren't coming until next year, but right now it, they're restricting people who can review the game. Right, they're only sending review code to certain certain people. And they're, they're, it's all PC code, right? They're, they're PC keys for the game. Uh, it's coming with with DRM, so the people who even get the PC version of the game aren't allowed to use their own footage in there. If they wanted to do a video review or something right. like that, they're not allowed to record anything and put it online. They're they're just having to use pre-approved video from CD Projekt Red. And you know, a lot of people think the reason for that is that it just runs like crap especially yeah. on like on PS4 and Xbox, that, and they just don't want people to know about it. Like, they don't want people to see uh, everything, you know, how bad the game looks on, on the base consoles. They don't want people to see the bugs in the game, and they just want to keep a, a tight lid on everything as much as they can until the 10th, when you know they, they can make all their first week money before everybody really finds out how bad it is.
0: Yeah. Okay. and of
1: course you know people point out how you know the irony behind you being so uh, restrictive when your your game is a cyberpunk game and the whole point is to fight against mega corporations right yeah and yeah. you're tur- you're turning around taking people's videos down silencing people and censoring it, censoring them and everything so yeah mm-hmm. so it's just yeah.
0: Like, it's just hypocrisy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, okay all right all right because I, I saw the, I saw the previous one too and I, I'm like damn this shit looks amazing and now to know the backstory that like they you know they have racial issues about it for one uh, i mean it's it's being this whole bunch of bugs and for two and then for the simple fact of them totally spitting hypocrisy like you said one minute they're talking about taking down big corporations but at the same time you know what i mean they're like closing the blind eye to it and trying to get millions of dollars or recoup that millions of dollars back the first week knowing that they're going to put that game out mm-hmm. Shit, so.
2: yeah and also um the hypocrisy of, of, of it all is kind of right in line with their seemingly right wing views, right? That's that's how right wingers are. It's like I like freedom of speech, unless you're criticizing me, then you know I don't I don't want that. We got to shut that down, right? Yeah, yeah. You want they want to be able to say what they want to say and, and and put out the game they want to put out and think however they think, and they don't feel like they should be uh, criticized for that, but they want to heavily monitor any type of critique of the game even if it's a fair critique, right? like the bugs. And, you know, there was a video that, that was put out just as a preview, just about all the bugs that are in the game. And they were obvious, but you know, look, the game of also looks good. So, I mean, I can do bugs, right? If you, if you're a fan of Skyrim, that game is riddled with bugs and I still love that game. Right. So it's not a big deal. And I, I don't see why CD project red is so, you know, just, it's just, just so, so, uh, set on trying to restrict people from seeing those bugs. Like People are going to show it. You're not going to get rid of all the bugs before you release it. And when it gets released, the, the internet's going to be full of videos showing just nothing but bugs. So just yeah. let it go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, nobody wants people talking bad about them or their <laughs> game or anything like that. But the bugs are there. They're going to be memes. And that's just the way it is. If the game's good, it won't matter. If it's not good, though, and maybe they're worried about it not being great, yeah. then, then, it, then it makes a, a little bit of a difference. But right now there's like, I don't know, close to 50 reviews up on uh, Metacritic, and it's got a it's got a 91. So yeah. I think they're oh, pretty, wow. pretty confident that, that the game will be fine. They just they just don't want people talking bad about them.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, when you don't endear yourself to the rest of the world, right, you're only trying to yes. get it to a certain type of crowd expect some heat to come your way like you you have to be perfect and nobody can be perfect so that's just going to happen right so yeah yeah i'm sure the game will be fun you know it might even be great who knows but like any type of issue with that happens with a game uh you're going to get drilled for it and i don't feel bad for you at all yeah
0: but yeah i mean getting all that money back so hey
2: (laughs) yeah yeah they're making money they're making money all right i think was any other game we wanted to cover b
1: um, I don't think so. I mean, we could uh, talk a little bit about Miles Morales, I guess. Okay. All right. Um,
2: All right. So for the PS5 user on here, B, you got to see
1: it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on PS4 also. So I don't know. Uh, like, yeah. I don't know why you're hating the elite of us. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so Miles Morales is the, is the sequel to, uh, I believe it was 2018's uh, Spider-Man game. You know, starring obviously Miles Morales, the black and Hispanic uh, Spider-Man, a little younger than than Peter Parker. Peter kind of takes him under his wing and and showing him the ropes of being Spider-Man. The game, the game is very very good. It's yeah. but you know the the first game was as well. But it's bu- it's built on that same exact uh, you know same engine, same assets and everything. You're still in New York. Uh, it's just winter now, so they add some snow. The mechanics of the game are are extremely similar. <laughs> They're basically exactly the same, except that, you know, Miles has the, the venom punch and he can turn invisible uh, on command. What sets it apart is really just the writing. They tell great Spider-Man stories. Yeah. The, the first one was, I mean, the, the 2018 game, the story um, and, the, and the performances were, were, they made it better than some of the Spider-Man movies that have come out, you know, Um different. It's it's an outstanding story. The voice acting is great. The writing is great, and so yeah, the game is a little repetitive if you if you played the 2018 version. But it's still worth playing through just to get that new story with that new character. And of course, obviously, you know it's always great to see a person of color as the as the the lead in a major game like that because you don't see it very often. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure.
2: And, you I know you got you got that game for, for Jordan, right? Is, yeah. is that gift? Has he played it yet?
0: Oh, he, he – uh, I hope he doesn't give business for Christmas song. But, oh. but no, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, he has it. But the, the first game, he was, in, he was in love with it. And, I mean, I caught myself literally – there were times where I would be in golf playing the game to the point where I'm playing. You know, maybe I need to switch over from Xbox to P.F. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you like just play Spider Man. There were times I actually thought about doing it too. So, yeah, I, I thought the last version, the 2018 version, was great. I, I actually love how they created this character, Miles Morales. I love the fact that he's black, and Hispanic, and I use like you said, but he's the lead in this. And you just like you said, you know, you don't you don't really see that a lot in games. Yeah. Rarely do you see that, uh, particularly Spider Man. You know, we all know the the Spider Man story. And it's Peter Parker flying around, you know, okay. with the web and fighting characters, and fighting, you know, villains. But this transcends it and takes it to another level. Yeah, <clears throat> this actually, yeah. it actually puts this young man of color in the lead role to be Spider-Man. So I think that he also gives a visual mm. for players, for you know, young players to to see, you know, hey, see some color. Do you, know? yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think color. right now, um,
2: Miles Morales is just more popular than Peter Parker, right? Uh, I, I think he's more relevant to this younger generation and I love it, right? Because I mean he, Into the Spider-Verse was a huge success. You know, these kids come up now. I think they relate more with Miles Morales than they do Peter Parker. That's a good thing. I mean, we, we need more diversity on you know the big screen on you know cartoons and games, and, and you see these companies making a a, a more concerted uh, uh uh concentrated effort to to do that. Yeah, I want to see more. My my thing is for video games just in general, and I told B before. I think for all these games, unless there's like a, a set character, like I understand, Peter Parker is a white, he's just a white dude, right? That's that's whose character is in the comic books and the movies and all that stuff. But you know, stuff like The Witcher, Cyberpunk, you know, any of these games, it should just be you design your character, right? It shouldn't it shouldn't necessarily be a set character, no matter what color or or gender. You should just be able to create the character that you want and then play as that character.
1: Yeah, I I do. I do enjoy that. You know, I love customizing characters. That's that's one of my favorite things in games. Yeah, I'll I'll sometimes spend more time doing that than actually playing. Yeah. Um, but I do think it it is important to have set characters of color because you know it it you know with like Cyberpunk or Skyrim or something like that. Yeah, you get to customize your character and it's whoever you want them to be. But who your character is isn't really a part of the a part of the narrative. Because right. you can customize it, however, you know when you look at Miles Morales, who he is is a is a core part of the story. Yeah, you know, that's, that's and his right. connection yep. with his family and, and 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 Harlem and everything. And I think that it's important to have stories like that as well. Yeah, uh, sure. but like I said, I, I do love being able to customize my character however I want them. You know, in, in, in other games. Yep. Yep. For sure. For
0: sure. Now, I'm really big on the fight scenes too for the mm. the Spider-Man version and the Miles Morales game. Yeah, I mean, just flying around—it's the free world. I mean, literally, I, I this time I, I, you know, in the last version, I would just literally climb up to the top of the building, like the highest building in, in New, New York. York, and just like drop down and like swing. Right. It's a—it's an amazing game. It's an amazing game. You get a get a great feel for it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Like, I, I mean, I, I do that also. You know, I just, you know, climb up like to the top of uh, like Avengers Tower or whatever, and just jump off and everything. Yeah, but like, man, yeah, listen, I, I can't do it too much. Like, I got a fear of heights already, and,
0: and even in games, <laughs> if you're
1: falling too far, it starts to kick in.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was me too. I was one I was of the games. I, I dropped, and I was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, it's not me. It's not real life, but uh, I, I felt, it felt a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: All right. We'll get ready to wrap it up here. But I I do want to say one thing. If you're somebody out there that hasn't gotten these new consoles, right? Like, we and B did a video. We did a little rant video on our YouTube channel about not getting our consoles on time. I'm still mad about it. We got it, but I'm still mad with Amazon about it. Because you pre-order and you pre-order something, you, you expect to get it on time. But if you're somebody out there now that's just on the hunt for a PS5 or Xbox or whatever... Uh, I'll say this, man. Like, you know, you can wait, right? Like, there's not too many next-gen games out there right now for either one, <laughs> like, so you're not missing out on too much yet. So y- you got time. You know, shells are going to restock after the holiday, uh, even during the holiday, you, know, you might be lucky to find something now. But if you can't find anything, don't worry about it, man. Like, you're gonna you're gonna get get your shot to get one, and there'll be plenty of games down the road. And what I'm thinking about doing is. What we're thinking about doing is probably do like a, a a console war series, like we did we did an episode called Console Wars, right? PS Five versus versus Xbox Series X to kind of see you know how it's going. So we might just give a little updates in terms of what games are coming out for each console, how they how they uh, stack up against each other.
1: Anything yeah, we- I think uh, I think PlayStation probably got that for the next year or so. Yeah, uh, in think. terms of the lineup, they've got uh, the next Horizon coming out, the next God of War coming out. Uh, if you're into racing games, which I am not at all, uh, no. Gran Turismo is coming out, but that's great for people who like driving around in circles. That's awesome. Xbox uh, well, has now, Forza. Xbox does have Forza, you know, which is also great for people who like driving around. Point. That's not yeah. me, but yeah. you know, y'all enjoy that. Um, but yeah, in terms of just the the software lineup that's coming out. I think PlayStation's got it in the near future, but you know Microsoft went and bought and built those 36 studios for the long term. Yeah, you know you're, you're going to be seeing the next Elder Scrolls, the uh, what's it called, uh, Starfield, all the Bethesda's games Fallout. are going to be on Xbox. Yeah, uh, after after Microsoft bought them, uh, even if they come out on PlayStation, you're going to get them for free on Xbox. So long term. You know, I think it it's probably going to be leaning towards Microsoft, but then you know, in the next year, year and a half, Sony's got a lot of heat coming.
2: Yeah, and they're gonna need it because, um, like I said, like but the direction that Microsoft is going in, yeah, long term, like that, I I think uh, it's gonna get it's gonna get real interesting. So, yeah, I think we'll we'll wrap it up there,
0: Quan, Thank you for coming on, my man. Hey, Zay, B, I appreciate y'all having me, man. It was it was a pleasure, man. I'm. I'm I'm humbly honored to be on, be on the show, man. Thank you guys for having me, man. I really appreciate y'all.
2: Man, anytime, anytime you- a, 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 We'll bring you back on again. We, you know, we, we got plenty more shows to do and, you know, we'll get you on our sports joint as well. You
1: know, well, I was, was going to say like real quick, you know, before you go, you want to uh, send a message out to, uh, to the Steelers? <laughs>
0: oh, oh. oh okay. why, why not? <laughs> oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Real quick, real quick.
0: Why are
2: you on? Hey, yesterday was your birthday happy birthday
1: happy birthday man.
2: you got a great birthday gift yesterday the washington football team <laughs> defeated the pittsburgh steelers i know you felt good about it i felt good about it i'm a ravens fan you know what i'm saying so you want you want to say a few words about that you know the, the floor is yours
0: <laughs> thank, you. Well, thank, thank you man I, um that was a great present appreciate the support and the love um i like it just like i i like ray lewis picking up Ben Roethlisberger's picture behind you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you, know, look, man, you know how we do, man. Like I said, it's the Beltway connection, man. You know, I was saying earlier that Baltimore exposed them and, you know, they, they were an undefeated team, but, but Baltimore came in and they played a, a really hell of a game. And just like I said, they exposed them for other teams like us that are trying to do something. And we just try to do better of capitalizing off it. And that's that's what I'm saying. That's that's what the Beltway connection comes in. You know, so yeah, we you know historically we don't do well on Monday nights. It was a, a game coming in that most people thought that Steals were going to just roll over us and destroy us. And it was a good fought game, hard fought game. Defense played good, offense played well, and you know it was it was a great great win, it was a great All win. Right yeah
2: okay so yeah man yeah good one for you man great birthday gift you know what I'm saying so we're going to talk more about that on our our lunch break hot take uh, episode on our sports episode but um Um, hey man appreciate you coming on yes yes yeah yeah we'll we'll do videos and all that (laughs) good stuff but um yeah we'll wrap it up here All right, fellas uh, thank you for listening we'll see you guys next time peace out lunch breakers and takers if you like what you hear, you can go to anchor.fm slash LBHT slash support and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month.
1: You can also support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com.
2: And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.